This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So we put that tweet out about, um, you know, if anyone is anti-protest to get back and, and, and you're one of the people who got back. Yeah, obviously um, a- a- anti-Ron, but also yeah. anti-protest, yeah, because we, we want to try and, as he said, give a, you know, a, a complete scope of, of this and we want to try and put as many points of view across as we possibly can. Yeah, so I guess... <clears throat> excuse me. I guess, I guess to start with... Really, I guess. So, why is it your anti-protest? Um, so I mean, the way that I look at it is, I just don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, oh. I think, yeah, Ron, I just don't think he's going to go anywhere because, I mean, if you look at the protests that we had a couple of years ago, um, you could say partially they worked in bringing in, or they brought about change, um, with bringing in Tom. Um, Stan, and obviously that unfolded into then John Steele, Mayor, etc. But any protest now will pretty much simply be just to get rid of Ron Martin. But I just don't think he's going to go. Um, and the main reason why I think is it's just going to unsettle sort of all the good things that sorry, all the good th- just the good things that are going on at the club because obviously the we know there's yeah, on the pitch. Um, because I mean you got to think, there will be some fans who maybe do take it too far. You don't know. If you look at like Chesterfield last season, like obviously you had the players go back into the change room during the game. I mean, I don't think that would happen this season, but I mean, you don't know. You don't know how bad things things would get and you don't know sort of how people will act and certain things. But I just don't think he's going anywhere. That's the thing, because I think he's got so much money tied up in the new stadium that has always been his end game. Um obviously I think people can say, Oh, like he cares about the club and stuff like that. If he cared about the club then he would have got help a long time ago. Um so his end game has always been like to get in the new stadium. And until he's got that he won't I don't think he'll even 
sort of have any like, reason to leave. Do you, do you think he will leave once that stadium is achieved, or do you think he'll then sort of? Do you think his ego is almost so big? I think no, I want to, I want to almost turn this this reputation around and you know become a, a legend, so to speak. I don't know. It's big, but I don't think it's that big. Um, <laughs> but because um, no, like his end game has always been to try and get the stadium, and like once we have got the new stadium, it will become so it be much more appealing to like a potential buyer of the football club if we have got that. Um, and it will, well, you presume you get a massive influx of cash um, into his accounts. Nothing to do with the football club, so I think you'll probably. Put the club up for sale and then go. Do you think? Do you think there's a potential though that someone would look at this, even the situation we're in now? Like you say, on the pitch it's going well. We've got a good team, good management structure. You know, sort of. You know, John Steele was sort of head of football, whatever he is. Um, Tom Lawrence, good CEO. Do you think any potential buyer would look at that and go, actually, do you know what? I'm not interested in the the property side of things, but I would like to buy the football. Do you reckon that is potentially something that Ron would listen to, or do you think he'd go now? I, I want full control. I don't know. To be honest, obviously we don't really know what goes on behind the scenes and stuff like that. And obviously we've had in the last week all the stuff come out about like Carl Reader <laughs> and that, which obviously we don't know like the ins and outs. But it sounds like he's interested in buying the football club, and he might have it's like a proposition. And people have spoken about Stan Evan Consortium and stuff like that. So I mean, I think there would be people who would buy the football club because, I mean, we are, someone tweeted it last week, they said that we are a club with so much potential. We have got a great fan base and then the football inside is a great setup now. It's just sort of like the day-to-day running to the club. Um, I think the main sort of determiner would be sort of how selfish he is because if you think he's put, what, 20, 25 million of his own money into the football club, um, which he's not going to see again, unless would he would he sit there and say, "Oh, well, you can buy the club, but I want my money back." Um, so it de- just depends how selfish he is. But I mean, I could quite happily. I, it's like someone could go take the take the club off his hands. I'll be happy with that, and like him, him, he can still deal with Fossett's farm and stuff like that, which I think people have said for quite a while. People quite happily, I would just have new owners people investing in the club, but just let Ron have that as his project, which is sort of, you could say, what is supposed to be going on right now. Um, but obviously, Tom Lawrence is a great CEO. I mean, the turnaround in the club in the last year, 18 months, has been amazing. Um, but realistically, Ron still probably has some sort of control over the day-to-day runs of the club. I mean, if you think about how good things were, um, or supposedly how good things were when um, we had Kavanagh as CEO. And then we had those like five years of pretty much like ruin, just constant decline. Ron does need someone to run the football club, which is supposed to be Tom Lawrence's job. And then I imagine his just job is to just fund it and then worry about Fossett's. But I don't think that's what's... I mean, Ron probably still has some sort of control. He must do. But... Yeah, he, he does have an overall sign-off on things. Like he's literally the chairman. Of course, he's yeah. going to sign off on things. I think, unfortunately, though, the problem is that the, the thing 
you literally said that it's still down to him to bankroll it mm. and he just proves time and time and time again he either doesn't have the funds to do that or he just waits till the absolute last day possible to pay his bills and treating hmrc like that is one thing but to treat your staff like that is nothing short of disgusting to be honest especially in the current climate like these, crazy. These it is criminal. People that are not on, they're not on footballers' wages, and you know, even the footballers that we've got now, they're on national league wages. These are, you know, these are admin staff. This is ticket office staff. Like these have got families. These have got mortgages to pay. They they need their money like now more than ever. And I think you constantly take the piss out of those sorts of people. It is eventually going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. So I think yeah. it's, it's all right. And I, I completely agree with you what you're saying about the, the transformation on the pitch in the year now that, that Kev has been in charge has been remarkable. But I, I just think this, this goes so, so much deeper. Sadly, this is now a distraction to what, what is happening on the pitch because yeah. what is happening on the pitch should be getting all the plaudits. Because literally, it's, it's, it's almost a year to the day we had that on-the-pitch protest that Chest, against Chesterfield. We have come on leaps and leaps and bounds since then. But the common denominator is still the chairman. Mm. Yeah, it's a frustrating one. It's a really frustrating one. Yeah, did, would you, did you or would you have backed the staff had they continued to not get paid and they'd have striked for the match day? Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah. <clears throat> like one hundred percent at the end, like what Scott said, like you're basically taking a piss out of people's livelihoods. Like, like you said, these aren't people who are on like multi-million pound contracts a week or something like that. They have mortgages, especially with the cost of living crisis right now. To not pay them is just an absolute piss take. But what I think annoys me the most is obviously Stan came in preaching about clarity and transparency and stuff like that. Yeah, we still always hear these reports like secondhand. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have come out if it wasn't for um I think it's James Fahini or something like that um on Twitter and then Chris will follow up and follow up with the club and then we'll get a club statement and we never get a club statement straight off the bat. Mm. Yeah, because who was it? Um, Matt. What's your surname? Oh, Matt, Slater. Matt Slater leaked the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. He, he he tweeted about the embargo. Yeah, you're you. I hadn't actually thought of that. Now you're spot on. Yeah, so so much for this transparency we're going to have we we get everything second hand you know exactly. at, at least second hand sometimes it's mm. not I, I think what must be a little bit of a kick in the bollocks is and don't you know, we all we all love it and and we and, we, and i i get it but it must be frustrating to see the club signing casper de Pata for money or supposedly mm. money and then not paying the staff that must be a bit of a well i get it but because yeah, I'll I'll, right. I'll 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 put myself in the shoes of someone that works at the club. Great, yeah. But oh, <laughs> yeah. Am I, am I second fiddle to am I, that, Which that... obviously I am. I, I understand that, but I think Ron maybe needs the the kick up the arse now that these people are more important than he perhaps realizes. Because if they're not there, the match day can't take place. So I, I would, if it was to happen again, I'm not saying now, because as I understand it, everyone is now um, paid up, up to date. If that was to happen again, I would fully support 
and I think we as the brands, the custard splat, would fully support walking out and staying out and get the eyes of the mainstream media on this. South United have had a game called off. What for? Waterlogged pitch? Floodlight failure? No, the staff ain't been paid and they ain't come to work today. I think it, yeah. it needs it needs that sort of traction. 100% I would support that. Completely agree. But um, I think it is difficult because, like I said earlier, you don't want to try and you don't want to affect stuff that goes on the pitch um, too much. But like if the staff were to walk out and say, no, nah, I'm going on strike on a match day, completely, 100% will back that. It's difficult. Um, it's very difficult because, as you say, you don't you don't want to take away from the hours and hours of tireless work that I'm sure has gone into mm. making us competitive in this division again. You think how bad we were a year ago? Yeah. Like it was, it was barbaric. <laughs> like it really, really was. So, and it is such a shame that we are having to have this conversation again, and we, and we can't, we still can't just focus on football. We've always got to delve into mm. this, into the whole business side of this. It is really, really exhausting, to be honest, isn't it? Yeah, it is because it's the same old, same old every year. You know, it, whether it's good or bad on the pitch, it's always the same off the pitch, mm. and that and that's the frustrating thing. You mm. know, we just seem to be scrambling around payday to payday, pull a bit from there, pull yeah. a bit from there. It's robbing yeah. Peter to pay Paul all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, ultimately, if you have an asset and you can't afford it, in any other business or any other world we live in you said it or you're made to said it but for some reason in football it's different and it's yeah, if I or, or you at least try and get some help and yeah. for some reason yeah. that seemed to be the case and I get he wants his money back I totally agree I would want my money back yeah. if I put in 20-30 million I'd want that back I'm not saying give it away but you've got to get some help if that means you've released some sort of percentage in this project then do it because you need the help. Ron that, almost seems to have the attitude now that he's doing Southend United a favour by still being here. Yeah. Because he he, he, <laughs> li he likes to bang that drum that, well, no one's actually interested in buying the club anyway. And, all right, we, we now know that isn't the case. Yeah. Yeah. So, you either need to seriously consider... I'm not saying immediately consider selling the club, no. but you need to seriously consider, you know, at least the future, at least hearing these, these potential buyers out, hear what they have to say. And yeah, consider not only your future, but the football club's future, because uh, Ben, we'll, we'll, we'll ask you a question. Yes or no. Does this club get another promotion with Ron Martin as the chairman? Oh, um, see, I mean, actually, I've gone on record saying this before. I said, I reckon, I said before the start of the season, I reckon we'd finish just outside the playoffs. And then it would either be, so like, basically next season or the season after where we properly push. Um, and I mean, that was before um, I've sort of seen what's happened on the pitch um, and stuff like that. But I, th I genuinely think... We will, because I think the footballing setup we've got is genuinely just that good. Um, but then, like sort of the minor side to that is, do we have the funds to sort of keep it going and mm -hmm. keep it rolling? 
Because what well, I don't there's, really there's understand. No, there's no right or wrong answer. That's mm. we're just trying to trying to gauge. We're, yeah. we're going to be asking a few people that. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, in my opinion, it's a, it's it's no. Just because I don't think I mean, this ain't a criticism. If your pockets ain't deep enough, your pocket ain't deep enough. You know, mm. I can't run it, so I'm not only going in that sense. But I just don't think there's that consistency and the the true backing that other chairmen are going to get. Of course, if I don't get it wrong, you've got Rex and forget them. They're a bit, <laughs> You know, I am jealous of them in a good way. Fair play. Mm. The way I, I would like to go on record, actually, on Rex and have it. I, I'm I'm watching the documentary as well. Oh, there you go. I I fucking love it. Yeah, that's, I love, that's what I mean. So right. I I openly admit I am jealous, but I'm not bitter. No, I'm not bitter. I I think it's great. Yeah. I'm bitter. I can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you what, I'm because if it was us, I'd be loving it. So I can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous of it. But yeah. one that I am bitter on is the likes of fucking Burton. Yeah. <laughs> Quite Fleetwood. Sub team. Oh, Fleetwood, Morecambe. Yeah, these, these are the ones that I am bitter about. Barrow yeah. are like up the top of the league. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I got relegated really last season. That's what I mean. But yeah, sorry, going back to where I was about to say, I just, I just don't think he has the consistent backing for us to do it. Kind of like with the situation we're in now, it's, it seems to be good on the pitch, even, you know, if, well, I think he's good on the pitch. But we're in embargo. If Colin gets injured, or we have got to keep her in, but that seems to have only have happened really because we probably knew we was going to be under yeah, embargo. Did, did we, we got quick get someone in. Did we maybe know that was coming? Because that yeah. signing at the time seemed a bit random. Yeah, we when... we potentially can't keep Dakers after Saturday now. That sort of thing. Yeah, be... He's whilst I think he's a bit marmite. Since he's come in, I think we've been pretty good, and that's probably he scored. Go- he scored goals, isn't he? He scored goal. three goals in what five or six games, and, and we haven't been scoring good. goals all year. And he's what he's yeah. doing, so I can't knock him. And whilst he might still, be out of the team after this, whilst we're still waiting on one of Cardwell and Murphy, yeah. If we don't, if if we don't have Dakers, suddenly we're a little bit light in that position again. Yeah. So you know, and, I, and that's where I think he's going to be. There's going to be certain periods of the season we'll slip in an embargo. We might get an injury to. A centre mid or your centre half, and you think oh, we could do it from cover there. We can't get it because well, another one as well. Um, you you may have off the top of your head forgotten about it, and some fans may not really be that aware of it. We tried to sign Josh Kelly, in the yeah, oh, from, from Maidenhead, and Maidenhead literally cash for them. They refused to deal with us because of our previous misdemeanors. Mm. Well, pretty much unless they got an up front unless it was look there's, there's it. I, I can't remember what it was they asked for but I mean, it was they, six figures, but, but they weren't prepared to mm. take it in installments because they go well you don't pay in installments because yeah. you're notoriously shit payers yeah. so sorry Mr Chairman that's it, it another with, one it, on you it was with the Barrett deal apparently. yeah it was yeah I forgot it, it, it was Sam, with the, Sam apparently, Barrett. apparently it was with the Barrett deal it was it didn't go through Properly, so so they they're quite well, okay. right to say no. We dealt with you before, and and we didn't do yeah. this. And I think that's just where we'll get held up a bit. It's nothing to do with the on pitch stuff. It's that reputation and that consistency because... of basically being a shit businessman ultimately, or a shit owner ultimately, mm. or a shit business. With well, a shit bu- it, it might shit it business. might be going okay on the pitch, but ultimately, in my opinion, we've polished the turd. Because behind Wait, he, run, he runs the he runs the football club. He runs a football club like a business. He doesn't run it like a football club. That's why we position him that we're in now. That's probably he's, 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 he's a very good way of putting it. He's yeah. a businessman. He's not. He's not a football. Like realistically, before he came to us, did he have any interest in football? Probably not. Or probably a slight no. interest. He had no. no he's, he's not. He's not a fan. 
I'm sure some years ago he went on record and said that he's become a fan because yeah. Yeah. at that point I probably did sort of agree with him because I think it would be hard not to. Yeah, definitely. It'd be hard not to become a fan. Like the become attached guys at Rexham. They're going to become fans, aren't they? Like, I don't know why you'd do it if you sort of didn't have that in you. But it wasn't like suddenly Ron Martin, boyhood South End fan, finally buys his football club because he's made enough money. That, that wasn't the case at all. Yeah. It was Ron Martin, a businessman, buys a football club to, as Scott said earlier on, well, I'll give them a new stadium. The land that the current stadium's on, I'll put houses on that and I'll and I'll make money on it. Yeah. yeah. Which I've got no issue with. No, I've got an issue with that at no. all. I'm not giving him out for that, but he hasn't delivered that. No. In almost 30 years, he hasn't delivered that. Well, but then his priority has always been, he hasn't been thinking, oh, he hasn't been thinking about the fans. He's just thinking, oh, Property, I'll build the flats, and there we go. I'll go. Yeah, that's always been. That's why. That's why he's running like a business. He hasn't run it like a football club. He doesn't think about the fans. Yeah. No, it's it's a, it's a frustrating. It's a frustrating. Uh, frustrating type. So when would when would you, as as someone in your your stance, when would you say almost, or if ever, enough is enough, and yeah, we need to take a stance. If you if you you might not think ever, but is there ever a period where you go actually? I think. Need I think if. One, th- one thing that you could argue, probably one of the only things you could ever give wrong credit for, is he's never let the club go into administration. But I think if we were to go into administration, that's when that's when we should... Because that's when, that's when it does properly start affecting what's going on on the pitch. Mm. But would you not then say that that's too late? It's almost, yeah, I, I personally would argue it's a little... Yeah. Late. This is your this is your platform to put your point across and, and that's literally what we wanted it for. We want mm. a difference of opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean if you look at where we are now and then administration, there's it's pretty much it's, you'd imagine it's probably a very thin line. So yeah, actually maybe administration may be too late, but then what's what's from like where we are now to administration, what sort of like the in between yeah, where you would ultimately it's probably a very thin line and it is from month to month that we do tread that, you know, tread that water, so to speak, and we are close to it. You do that three months in a row, I reckon you're you're on the fucking well, brink by then. ultimately I think, yeah, pretty much. But ultimately Ron needs the club, if that makes sense. For his dream to fulfill, yeah. he needs the club. Well, yeah, because you he can't have he can't have the football club crumble when he's building a stadium. Yeah, because it's like, oh, it literally won't work. And I'm pretty sure the council have almost ruled it out. If the club fails, you mm. do not get your piece of the pie. So mm. um, he does need the club. Whether he can afford to... It, we're so close to it almost now, yet we still almost still, still feel so far away. Mm. You know, the, even this, this training project, what's it been, three months, four months? Well, stop because he missed the payments. Because he missed the payment, and and it's and it's like we're so close, but yet still so far away that it feels like a click of the fingers, and we could be fucked. Well, it's that old adage of the the house of cards, isn't it? We're we're one wrong movement away from the entire thing crumbling, and we're and we're back to square one. This is what I mean about it. we're scrambling around, payday to payday. There's no structure in place. But yeah, but as I say, ultimately, I've, it's. It's depressing to say it, but it's the only almost not positive. I'm not going to say that, but he needs the club. 
So if for him to then not be able to pay it, it would actually mean he is completely skipped. He's dry. He mm. will he will fund this as much as he can until he gets to that stadium. Yeah. No, I don't I don't disagree, but it's it's then just frustrating that just fund it properly then because we slip into an embargo, it's another black mark against your name. Players all talk, owners all talk, like CEOs all talk. Football is the biggest game of Chinese whispers. And I cannot believe that after all of these years, Ron still doesn't seem to realise that. So when those situations happen, like with Josh Kelly at Maidenhead, that's why, that is why that deal didn't go through, because your name has made the club's name mud. And it's if you, I, I get what you're saying, he needs the club. Just fund it then. Yeah. Stop scrambling around, payday to payday, pulling money out of company X to put it into company Y so we can pay... South and United stuff. Just get your house in order for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. That's very, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with that, really. I don't I don't think anyone can disagree with that, really. No. Ultimately. Even but as, as fans, as yeah. fans, yeah. we all just we all want to see the football club succeed, don't we? Like, I mean, that's oh, so that's the, like a God given right to like, oh, we shouldn't be in this league. And of course, we all think that, but but we know we should because but, of the yeah. But yeah, we deserve, again, we deserve that's, that's to be something well else that sorry, I've got to say that falls on the chairman. Yeah, well, he did for yeah. years of gross mismanagement. Of course, that that leads. To, I don't want to go on a history, but that leads to season and everything happened. But what did we have? Totally what, what, what did we have? What did we have all that season? Oh, an embargo. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's what I mean, but but it just shows we're we're almost two. Well, we are two years on from that now, and nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing. That's what I mean. We've in essence just polished the turd. Yeah. We've brought yeah great new management in place, great chief exec in place, director of football or whatever John Steele's official title is. I think it's director of, head of football or whatever. Yeah. Got Stan, got Stan in place is that sort of go between between the the board and the supporters. Everything's rosy on the pitch, but then it's like literally from that point beneath that point, it is still just propping up like with broken branches ready yeah. to go at any point yeah and it's so frustrating because what we've done in the last year is prove this is all just bubbling away and this could be a very successful football club this could be that old cliche of a sleeping giant uh, and and i think that ultimately makes this all the more frustrating because we never seem to get ourselves out the starting block we're always just oh we can't do that again now because he's not because he's not paying the tax bill. It's the same thing. Yeah. As yeah. I said earlier, it's just exhausting. Yeah. Picture the scene: all of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I'm almost numb to it now. 
Yeah, so like, it's, are, just, yeah, it's, just, it's just it's just our and another embargo again. But I think part of that might be just because we have, unlike last year, we have got a squad that can compete. So it's like we don't have to bring in like five, six, seven, eight players. We have got a squad that can compete, but yeah. it's just it's just the same old same old shit, isn't it? Not yeah. literally same old same old wholesale change. I, I, I think scarily last year showed. You know, and people might have a different opinion of this, but last year showed them for ten games, wherever it was, that we're not too big to struggle in this league. Mm. You know, oh, I appreciate yeah. I appreciate we obviously got the recruitment wrong, and all right. People know I don't about Phil Brown. I think we got that wrong. But regardless, we got oh, it. Oh, don't get me started on Phil Brown. <laughs> but you know what I mean? regardless of that, we got it wrong. And we was, what, 21st? We were in the relegation. We relegation. Yeah, yeah. At one point last year, we were in the relegation. And I'm not saying it will happen, but I'm not saying it won't happen. All it takes is a little bit of a couple of players to get the arm, and we might sell one or two of them even. We get the recruitment wrong. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, that's this is what I mean. Well, this is what I'm saying about what you, we've got to keep it we, happy. That's what I mean. What we're on an embargo again. What recruitment? We now can't recruit. Yeah. So we get a couple of we get a couple of length. It happened a couple of years ago. Everyone saw their ACL. That happens now. God forbid. We could whew, quite easily nosedive again. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't think any club's too big to struggle in any league. You know, you are. I mean, you are it, Exactly, and every especially in the national league, like things change so quickly. Yeah, uh, if you look, if you look at even if you look at, I mean, like the likes of Barnet and Wilstone, and when we played them, the back line granted Wilstone beat us, um, back in the last season. But I mean, especially Barnet, Barnet were probably one of the worst sides I've seen all season. Oh, they're they're crap. Crap. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they were awful. They were probably almost worse than Dover when we played them at our place. Yeah, well, Joe, you know we actually said that we were like, Joe, you know yeah. this same are just. I can't believe awful. it. That they shocking. Yeah, and to th- and to think we were like clinging on at one point as well. Yeah, <laughs> this division will uh, it will humble you. It's definitely humble me. Not that I, I didn't think I'd ever like one of them. You get them found out we shouldn't be losing to. Well, no, I'm, I mean you as as a club. Oh, it, it, it will humble oh. you as a club in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. division. Yeah, yeah, but in it, ultimately the hardest one to get out of. You know, t- only two up, but four down. It's brutal. You know, it's brutal. It's really brutal. If you have one slight slip up, say you might be going gung ho for promotion, you put all your money in it, and you don't get it, and it, the team crumbles. You could be right down well, there, you know. And Halifax. Yeah, Halifax are probably. Yeah. 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 So. That's what I mean. It's getting... is, is there any? So we we're talking earlier with with, with, with Scott with saying and um, I say he actually surprised him wasn't necessarily pro. He's not anti-process, but he wasn't. Pro, let's do it now. Yeah, but we spoke about the potential, of like a a organised uh, walkout, or say on like the seventieth minute, or or even a, a sort of boycott. Whilst you wouldn't have to sort of partake in that, would you almost support it and get it if it was like a pro, like a walkout on like the seventieth minute, for example? I would completely get it. Um, and I don't know, it's different. I because I'm always so like pro. Obviously, just support yeah. the team. Whatever you do, just support the team. So I don't know. A walkout, maybe not the best idea. But then obviously we tried this whole yeah, like sitting after the game a couple of weeks ago, and it was just a load of shit, wasn't it? It was like an old man and his dog just sat there. Yeah, literally like, nothing. Exactly. Nothing happened. There was there was no one. Then you got to think, oh, what what what's the alternative? Do you do something in the game? But then you just think, oh, then just punishing the team. It's not their fault, is it? It's not May's fault. It's not Curry's fault. 
So you just got to think, what is what is the alternative? Maybe if you have like a season ticket, then boycott if you want. But I don't know because this is what I don't really understand. A lot of people always like, oh, I'm never going again. Like them putting money in Ron Martin's pocket and stuff like that. If you if you own a football club, it's not for pro- it's not it's not a profitable organization. No, it's one of and the only businesses in the world that is exactly you know you're losing money. Exactly. There's no like. There's no way that oh yeah, if you go into you go into football on a Saturday, that like thirteen pound, eighteen pound, fifteen pound. None of Ron Martin's not going to see a penny of that. That goes directly back into the football club and keeping it sustainable. So I don't ever get why people are like oh yeah, I'm not putting money in Ron's pocket because he doesn't see a penny of it. That's why we as a club so in debt to him. Mm. And yet he has to put in, I believe, about six figures, yeah, six figures a month to keep it running. Yeah. I don't think anyone yeah, I don't think anyone denies that, you know. I think even people that are the most staunch wrong out you can be, I don't think they deny that he does put money in. I obviously think that ultimately it's just the it's the running of the club, the treatment of people, blah blah blah, etc. You know, we we know of people that kind of what you're saying, they don't go there, but they're like, I'm not going. Or I, no, not I'm yeah. not going, but well, we got I'll happily pick and choose games probably five a season because I don't really want to put money see, well, we, it, into Ron's pocket. No, we got one. No, we're like, not doing it. One who's like that, and he? he's yeah. he's picking a few, and then there's another one that we know he's flat, not going, not going, sorry. not going until and well, yeah, pretty much until Ron's gone. And he, that, he, that's he, what he said. Yeah, you know, pre-COVID he was still coming, I believe. I might be wrong. Pretty yeah, sure he's still so. coming. And then the whole COVID thing obviously happened with the league too, and he went, no, I'm done. He was like, I'm not, I'm not buying it. You know, and I, I, didn't I, get I, that. I ultimately agree. You know, you know, in in a in a sense, you are right. You know, it's he's not losing money as such. Well, you you have to put more in, but yeah. um it's 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 a you're, so you're, in you're essence, in such what, a you're, you're you're actually hurting the club more. But in a in a in a way though, you're in such a shit position that you're the fan, you know. Do you mm. Scott Peters said it. He was like, something you have to be cruel to be kind. And I, and I, and I do get that. But then, oh, when if you don't go, we're not playing, uh, sorry, paying staff as it is, that they might affect them more. You know, it's it's such a, it's a horror. It's a, it's a proper, it's been a rock and a half. Yeah, you don't it? know. Because you, you're, you're, you're pissed off because, yeah, there's, there's uh, the, I touched, I think, I think it was in the, the chat with Scott, you know, we're in a position where by being a smaller community club, we know people that that work at the club. It's not like Liverpool, Man City, where these yeah, people are all untouchable. There's people that we know, and these are our mates. So to know for an absolute fact that they're not getting paid, yeah, yeah. doesn't that's not going to sit very well with you. But then, so how can what what can I do? What what's one thing that I can do to possibly make sure that my mate gets paid next month? Well, it's go, it's go to the football because yeah. and put my my little bit in yeah but then some people and i get it you also have a hard time doing that because you're like well i don't want to put any more money in because he's not paying people yeah it's, it's literally a double-edged sword yeah it's just a circle round and round isn't it you could, have, yeah. you could talk about this for hours yeah, yeah definitely and i think <laughs> it's I just think, i just i think you'll i just can't of, yeah sorry i think you'll find people that are, are basically either our point of view or your point of view i really don't think you'll get people that are really in between I think uh, it'd be people that will go, we've got to go, though. we've got to keep going, or you'll be like, I'm done, I think. Yeah. Well, I've got a scene ticket. Had I not, I probably would have stopped going as of, 
well, I wouldn't have gone yoga and I wouldn't have gone yesterday. I probably would have gone undone. Because yeah. It's the same old shit time and time again. Well, especially the yoga one with what happened the the day. Oh, yeah. Thing, it, yeah, what happened with the sponsor? I mean, I'm not anything. We haven't even spoken. We've not even spoken about this. What on the like, Apparently, it was like a drunken message, apparently. But <laughs> who knows? Who knows? That's who like, knows what to believe? We don't, we don't, we don't even know anything, do we? We'll probably get to like, so, like, time from a third source. There's such year eight banter. Eat <laughs> but I mean it's like going to the teacher saying he's gonna tell on your mate and then go, oh, can I go to the toilet, please? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like me, we we've all done that, we've all been pissed, sat around a table in a pub, someone's gone to the toilet, they've left their phone on the table. Here you go, I've got a good <laughs> I was a stupid tweet, but I haven't gone on your business page and basically withdrew my funding from a football club <laughs> and taken legal and, and, all, and taken legal action and questioned where the chairman has put my money. Mm. I ain't done that. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. But who knows? I look forward to finding out more about that. I'm sure yeah. we could. Yeah, we could have a whole other episode on that. Yeah, we might. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but ultimately, I mean, I'm saying it. I mean, I'm, to be fair, I'm not going Saturday. I'm, 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 one club I do refuse to put money into. It. Oh, yeah. They can get fucked. Do you know my thoughts on this? West Ham are playing Sunday as well, so. Right. It was, um, yeah. obviously, it's on BT. Had it been the late kickoff on BT, I might, might have considered it. Might have considered it. My issue with... The early kickoff is I, under absolutely no circumstances whatsoever, want to be in Dagenham in the morning. <laughs> I just I can't do that. Must be like hell on earth. <laughs> no, I, I just don't like that club. I'm just not putting money. That's one club I do refuse for money. Is Dagenham. So. <laughs> but let's face it, it's not South. It's not South End. Is it? It's not your club. So. That's what I'm saying. Let's face it, though. The next home game, I'm going to be there probably. Yeah. I don't know, but I'll probably be. Scunthorpe. Is that towards the end of the month? Not sure, but. You know, so I mean, I'm saying all this stuff about pro, and, and if something happens, then I'll I'll happily have a you know have a think about it. But until then, I'll still go yeah, games. Are we are we being massive hypocrites here? Are you still going to be there next time? Go yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, I was saying unless something happens and and we almost unite, but ultimately we're in a between a rock and hard place. So it's so what happens hypothetically speaking? Suddenly, we get to the end of this month, the players ain't been paid. What what happens then? Where where do you stand then? Well, I think definitely then there is rooms. rooms there, there's, you, you, I think you've you've got to do something then, haven't you? In my opinion. Yeah. Well, if you think about was it was it the season before last when they didn't get paid? I mean that massive PFA investigation yeah. and stuff like that. I think that is yeah almost actually talking about oh where would you step in and stuff like that because that is when it's then directly hurting the football side of the football club. Yeah. And that is supposed to be the priority. It's not. It's not yeah. supposed to be a business. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 again, and then you also not to try and swing your opinion here, but we are ninety percent sure that there was at least one player yeah. that wasn't paid on Saturday. Yeah, We've been told it was only one. Not that that makes it right. By the way, one is two. No. But, but anyway, yeah. But, but hist and history does sadly tell us that when these things have happened in the past, when it's been the admin staff not getting paid, the players aren't normally far behind. 
in suffering the same fate. Yeah. So, but that's but mm. anyway, so that's a yeah. I think if next month it was the players weren't being paid, I think a lot more people then would rally around a bit. Actually, now, yeah. Well, now you're affecting the football side because yeah, we're because so, yeah, we are literally going nowhere. Because I think that actually might be my stance as well. The whole thing, as soon as it starts affecting other football side of things, but then you think, oh, well, the staff are. Like in the, just the match day stuff and stuff like that, they're just as important to the clubs, the players. Yeah, are. No, no, of course, yeah. We're you not gotta think it's, it's just no, a sure. it's ethical, ethical thing. Ethical thing and stuff we're like actually that. trying to really rally behind these people and and give you a voice because you're in an incredibly difficult position where you actually can't really say too much. So we are in essence becoming your voice in in all of this, and we want you to be treated in the same vein as the players. As, yeah, well, if you think because you if you think about it's your job, you should be paid. Simple as that. If you think about like some of the stuff that's come out from like ex employees at the club, mm. like I mean, whether that be players or even like ex clubs or something like that. <laughs> but like, even I've seen Sim Akinola in Southend sometimes, and he's told some fucking horror stories. Oh, really? um, yeah, 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 yeah. Good shout, actually. But, um, I reckon he's a big fan of Phil Brown. <laughs> yeah. Actually, to be fair, he had worse things to say about Ron, which really <laughs> worries me, considering how Brown treated him. In, in fairness, like, when... Brown weren't paying him, so that's why, yeah. Yeah. But like, if you think, when was the last time someone sort of left the football club and had a good word to say about it? Or Ron Martin? Genuinely can't think. Not someone that doesn't want a job, put it that way. Mm. Yeah. Then in my life, I think, or someone with a job. Otherwise, it was no, he's a knob. So, yeah, Phil Brown, yeah, Phil Brown probably loves him. Um, oh. But yeah, I mean, yeah, well, does he love him more than he loves himself? No. <laughs> but yeah, um, well, yeah, thanks for coming on anyway, mate. It's, it's good to get someone yeah, else's opinion on it because um, yeah, anytime it's, it's been a, it's, it's been hard for it's, it's been hard for us in fairness to try and almost get your viewpoint as I understand it. So to actually hear it sort of first hand, you. Back it a bit more. It, it does make yeah. sense, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's difficult. I do find myself in sort of like a rock and hard place. Like I, was, I feel like actually, if you listen to this back now, I probably like sort of contradict myself five or six times. But we're gonna because it is such. Yeah, awesome it's, 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 yeah it's just we, should, we shouldn't like, be having to talk about this. We we shouldn't be having to have these these conversations. It's like okay. so we just want to be enjoying watching our football club as we should be because we're actually doing all right at the minute and we still mm. can't even really enjoy that you're constantly on a knife edge mm. are we going to win on Saturday yeah oh I hope so yeah no um, I, I reckon so I hope so I never I never you when we was in the league I never saw Dagenham as like a I still don't. No, they, 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 no, yeah. Of course, you used, to go, you used to go to Dagenham and think oh right good, good day out Nice, yeah. yeah, like branding good shit round the keeper like a few years ago. <laughs> it was just oh, like God. If you played Dagenham in the preseason friendly now, it would somehow still like find a way for it to kick off or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I mean. You know, I remember playing him in the league, and I, I never saw it as a, as a, a rivalry. Oh, yeah. I used to see it. There's all due respect to him. I, yeah. oh, yeah. I saw it as a small club punching yeah. above their weight in the league, and we used to go and win. I, I don't mean that. Yeah. It was a guaranteed six points. It kind of was. Yeah, yeah. that was. It and, was. And now we're losing it for three times in the season. Yeah. <laughs> But that's, on, but that's on us. Yeah. But that's on Ron Martin. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is on you, Mr. Chairman. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I'd like to think we'll win, but 
11. I think, 11 we'll I think they've been very up and down with some of their results. Uh, yeah. They're certainly, what, it, it's, it's, gonna, it's one of them, isn't it? It depends what Dagenham turns up on the day because Dorkin put five past them, but then they go and beat Chesterfield. So it is literally yeah, just depends just... What, what version of Dagenham turns up on the day. Hopefully it's the Dorkin version. <laughs> I bet Paul McCullum will score. I bet he'll score. Or that Marais skeezer. Yeah, the, uh... one, one of those one of those two will score. Mm, yeah. But all in two ones was fine. Oh, who was the geezer that we tried to sign in the summer and went to Dagenham? Was... Omar Musa. There we go, he'll score. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a guarantee goal, actually. Yeah. He'll score. Yeah. Oh, oh well, so well, well. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.